0: So You.
1: Good evening. evening. It is great to see all of you out this evening in the Lord's house, and we're thanking the Lord for it. We're going to start our uh, Sunday nights like we normally do. I've got a couple of uh, prayer requests here that I want you to remember. Uh, This is from Rebecca Miller. She's praying that uh, they will be able to get the house that they need, a place that they can help, and a place that they can get around. And so let's be uh, praying for the Miller family. And this is from Maurice and Rebecca, and they're praying for their whole family, for their mother, uh, Geraldine, and also their brother, Theodore. It says, please pray for them. So they say, thank you so much for that. So let's remember those in prayer, and then make sure that you get a bulletin, and there's prayer requests on there as well. And let's be lifting each other up in prayer. Uh, we're just going to open up in a word of prayer this evening. I'm going to ask TJ, if he would, to stand right where you are and open us up in prayer. Right. Make sure, like I said, that you get a bulletin with the announcements in it. Uh, we're excited. We got lots of ways for you to connect with the church, whether it's through men's groups, whether it's with your young people. And uh, Tuesday night is a great night for that. So don't forget Tuesday night, 630 to 830. Uh, We're just looking forward to that. And then also, we're already starting to announce it. We're getting so excited about it. The exposition conference, just like we had last year, it's going to have some additions to it. And Becky did a great job on our poster for it out there. Uh, And it's got all the men who'll be preaching. And this is a preaching conference. We'll have a few. Uh, Adalie will be here singing for us a little bit and we'll have some special singing. But this is about preaching and everybody's going to come in uh, with an idea and with the heart to share uh, what good preaching is, what expositional preaching is from the Word of God, and we've got some great men coming in. Brother Stephen Cox is coming in. He's from North Carolina. Uh, Brother Jacob Potter, he's a great preacher, and uh, we got to do this uh, back in the fall in September at Kogan's Church, and uh, I preached, and Dale preached, and or not Dale, but uh, Brother uh, Potter, and all they were all there. Go look at the thing out there. It looks really good, Uh, And it's March and uh, it's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday uh, meeting. And on Thursday, Friday, we're going to have morning meetings where we're just going to really talk about uh, a few things that will help. And even though the emphasis is on preaching, this is for anyone who wants to be able to study their Bible better, who wants to be able to use the word of God uh, in a way that exposes the truth of the word of God to whoever you're speaking with. I believe, and you know this, this is part of my heart. I want us to be able to speak the word of God just as naturally in conversation as anything else that we do. And uh, that means you have to be familiar with it. And so we want you to come and be a part of that. It's always a great time. Uh, make sure you grab a bulletin and see the other stuff that's going on. This week is full of stuff. Uh, so make sure that you've got that. But we are super excited uh, on uh, on, uh Thursday night, the men's devotion, that'll start at 630. They're doing that 33 men series. That's great, so don't forget that. Couples retreat as well. Just make sure you pick up one of those. All right, we'd like to have our ushers come for our Sunday evening tithes and offerings. Amen. Kurt, would you ask a blessing on the offering for us? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for opportunity, Lord, to be here once again this evening, Father, to worship you, Lord, through song and through word. Father, we just thank you for taking care of us today. Allow us to be back here, Father. We pray for the offering, Lord, and you just love. use it for the uplifting of your kingdom. Bless the gift and give her life. In the name of your amen. Amen. Then page
2: 281. Page 281, everybody stand. Sing the Onward to in my sin and shame, no one but myself to blame. My soul was headed for hell. Jesus, he passed by my way, saved me that very day. while so i lift my voice and I'll say. to see,
3: I don't deserve his love and grace, on the cross he took my place, that's why he's
2: wonderful
3: to me.
4: uh, putting Luke on the spot, I was like, man, do you have your phone on you? And I, the Lord was impressed upon me to say something, but I didn't know what it was. I mean, I could see the Lord moving, and you don't want to interfere, but he just put a... He's had a Bible passage on my heart for a while now, and I have my daily devotions and things like that, but I just keep going back to this verse and this passage in Luke, so for whatever reason, he just put it right on there. He's like, man, you might have gotten something from this, but tonight someone else might get something from it. So I said, Luke, do you have your phone on you? I was like, you know, do you have the Bible app and things like that? And, oh, it got locked. Here you go, Luke. Sorry, doesn't recognize my face. But in Luke, the Lord Jesus says, what man of you... Having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost until he find it. And when he have found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and his neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you, That likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth. More than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. Man, I don't know if that means something to y'all. But it has been over and over in my mind lately. And I just can't get over how much God has loved me in my life. And that passage might stick out to me because... I was definitely not one of the 99 just persons. But I had to realize that when he came to my lowest point, he didn't just come to me, but he was willing to leave the 99 and come to where I was for Robbie Perry, who does everything wrong and i think we lose sight of just how much the love of god and how heavy it is on us and a lot of times we lose sight of it because it might have been a while since you've been part of that life man i'm so glad i'm so glad that god has delivered me from that life that i had but so many times years go by and you start living for the lord and man sometimes you forget where he's brought you from sometimes we create that pedestal and we want to stand on our pride takes over and we just forget where we were when he found us I don't know if that means anything to y'all but I need to remind it of that and I start reading that verse over and I start reading that passage over and over and over again and it just describes how much the Lord and Savior loves me me after all I've done against him And after all the wrong turns that I've made, He was willing to come to where I was. And not just to be the Heavenly Father, and not just to be a friend and a brother and somebody that I can lead on, but to become my Lord and Savior, the one that I worship and the one that I follow and the one that I give everything. Maybe it's been a while since we've remembered where God has brought us. Or maybe it just happened yesterday, and you want to praise God about it. Or maybe you might be sitting there thinking that you have done so much in your life that you are not worthy. I have news for you. You are not worthy. You will never be worthy. But it's all about how worthy the Lord Jesus Christ is and how much love he has for you. No matter what you think of yourself and no matter what everyone else thinks of you, I know... It might be a slim chance, but there is a slim chance that on this Sunday night there is somebody that walked through those doors and feels completely alone, feels like everyone has abandoned them. They might have friends surrounding them, but deep down they feel the depression, the anxiety, or whatever it may be. And somebody might have walked through those doors tonight, and they have never truly accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. They might have heard about Jesus. They might have heard the songs that are sung. They might have heard the sermons. They might know all about Jesus in his life, but they've never accepted it and believed in him. Man, there is no better opportunity than right now to do whatever the Holy Spirit is moving through here and convicting you about. I pray that we are tender and open and we respond instead of rejecting what He's done. Man, I hope it's a blessing.
5: I've got a friend. He's closer than a brother, there is no judgment, oh how he loves me, I've got a friend, and he is my strength, he is my portion. He's with me in the valley. He's with me in the fire. He's with me in the storm. Let all
3: my life testify. Hallelujah. We are. No God really loves us, and hallelujah, oh praise my soul, God really loves us, God
5: His mercy's enough, His it grace is, is sufficient. sufficient, so come, come if, if you're, you're needing need forgiveness or healing, me. His mercy's enough.
3: Oh, and this is our home, the crossing has spoken. You see, death is no more, and Christ is the Lord. Oh, this is all. Our-
1: Man, turn with me, if you would, in your Bibles to the book of Hosea. Book of Hosea, chapter number 11. And uh, I'm going to keep going through. And uh, I really believe the Lord will have me preach this one and one more sermon. And then we'll keep going through the book of Joel. We're to to work our way through the Minor Prophets. I wanted Daryl to sing that song there at the end specifically uh, to kind of introduce our passage of Scripture, introduce what we're going to talk about. We're going to read... Uh, Chapter number 11 uh, there in Hosea chapter number 11 and we're going to read the whole chapter. It's not very long, just 12 verses, but I think it has what we need and we'll ask the Lord to help us. So if you found Hosea chapter number 11, stand with me, stretch your legs for just a moment and uh, we'll read the word of God, ask him to help us and then preach what he's put on our heart. When Israel was a child, then I loved him. "...called my son out of Egypt. They called them, so they went from them. They sacrificed unto Balaam, burned incense to graven image, images. I taught Ephraim also to go, taking them by their arms, but they knew not that I healed them. I drew them with cords of a man, with bands of love, and I was to them as they that take off the yoke on their jaws." And I laid meat unto them. He shall not return into the land of Egypt, but the Assyrian shall be his king, because they refused to return. The sword shall abide on his cities and shall consume his branches and devour them because of their own counsels. My people are bent to backsliding from me. Though they called them to the Most High, none at all would exalt him. How shall I give thee up, Ephraim? How shall I deliver thee, Israel? How shall I make thee as Adma? How shall I set thee as Zeboam? My heart is turned within me. My repentings are kindled together. I will not execute the fierceness of mine anger. I will not return to destroy Ephraim. For I am a God, I am God and not man, the Holy One in the midst of thee, and I will not enter into the city. They shall walk after the Lord, he shall roar like a lion. When he shall roar, then the children shall tremble from the west, then shall tremble as a bird out of Egypt and as a dove out of the land of Assyria, and I will place them in their houses, saith the Lord. Ephraim compasseth me about with lies and the house of Israel with deceit, but Judah yet ruleth yet ruleth with God and is faithful with saints. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity again to come into your house tonight and worship. The worship has been sweet and we thank you for it. Dear Lord, we, we do. We just, we're always excited about Sundays and, and, and Lord, really, just any service, we don't know, it could be a choir practice. It could be a Sunday school time that your Holy Spirit moves in and we're, we're happy to have the Holy Spirit meet with us. And it's such a, such a privilege and such a blessing. And now, dear God, tonight, I believe you have something in your word for us. Lord, we've lifted up the name of Jesus. We felt the Holy Spirit move from heart to heart. Folks have come and got things right at the altar They've prayed, maybe just brought a burden, uh, who knows. But dear God, you've, you've been here, you've been meeting with us. But now, dear God, we believe that the Word of God has something for us. The Word of God wants to work in our heart and in our life to bring us closer to you, to help us understand your heart. That's our desire tonight. I believe that this Word of God, this, this passage of Scripture, will teach us about the heart of God. So I pray, dear God, that we would see it. We would realize, just as the song we were just singing, how loved of God we are. What a great love he has shown us. What a great love he has given us that we would be able to demonstrate it in this earth, in this life, that it would be a reflection of the love of God. Help us tonight as we look at a few verses, a few passages. Help them to speak into our heart what we need. You know what everyone here stands in need of. Do the work that you need to do. In your name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Hosea is a book and we've been going through it and we've been trying to keep uh, on the the grand scheme and look at at it as a whole. And we're going to do that just a little bit because we move from chapters 1 through 3, which are very descriptive and tell Hosea to do a work and we're not going to go back and get that. If you've missed it, you got to go back and find it. Hopefully you know what we're talking about. But then as Hosea, the book, goes through chapters 4 and through verse and chapter number 12 even so and even really to the end of the book, it turns more poetic. But at the same time, it's still telling a story and giving us information. As a matter of fact, if you really were to go down through and look at the book of Hosea, they don't really wanna put it in one of those categories as prose or as poetic. And prose just simply means a narrative. And we also know that from poetic, it means that it holds to a certain rhythm. Uh, And if you go back and, and, uh, and as a matter of fact, it depends on what kind of printing you have of the Bible. There's oftentimes you're gonna see in the book of Psalms, you'll see it line upon line, just as our pastor said this morning, to where the poetry is written out in that line form, and it's very recognizable. And uh, there is poetry that's in this, and it's a part of it. And so actually, sometimes what they call this book right here is exalted prose. It's got a rhythm, it's got a tenure that speaks of poetry, but it's also giving us very specifically an idea of what's happening and what's going on. But as we go to chapter number 11 and chapter number 12 that we're going to look at before, there's two kind of specific poems that Hosea at the end of his book wants to share with you. There are two poems that tell a story about God and who God is and what he is like. And the one that we're going to find here is simple and it's easy to understand. He says in verse number one, when Israel was a child, then I loved them. And I called my son out of Egypt. He's going to speak in this poem as a father who is calling out to his wayward son. As a father that's reaching out to them and saying, listen, I want you to come back. I want you to be back into the family again. And we're going to see this here and we're going to show this. Now, the reason that I want to point this out as far as poetic poetry, prose, all that stuff that you probably don't really care about but I want you to think about it for just a moment because I want you to think about this and just think about it for a moment. Poetry, poetry is personal. Poetry is personal. When you read poetry, it is going to bring up ideas and things in your mind that will be personal to you so that you can relate to it. That's what the poet is trying to do. He's painting a picture in your mind and there's gonna be something that helps you relate to that. Maybe you've seen it. Maybe it's a poetry about spring and the flowers and when he talks about the way that the spring air smells, you remember a time and a place when you smelled the spring air and you were like, yep, that's what spring smells like and all of that stuff floods you with memories of that moment and what it's like. And for that moment, poetry becomes personal so that you share an experience with the writer about what he's talking about. And that's very powerful, is it not? Well, okay, maybe, maybe you don't agree. Maybe you in here don't like poetry at all. Well, tough. Tonight you gotta like some poetry, okay? And maybe by the time we're done, we'll see where we're going and why this matters so much. He is going to use poetry here. Now, I want you to understand, that does not mean that it is open for your private interpretation. Okay? It doesn't mean that I can go to a passage of Scripture that's poetry and I make it mean whatever I want it to mean. That is not what I mean by personal. It still means what it means. Man, it's tough in here tonight, right? Boy. I hope you're with me and I hope that you're just so deep in thought about what I'm saying that you've got it, but we'll keep working with it tonight. So what I want to do just for a moment is I want us to jump in here and I want us to consider this is why this is so important to me. When you come to a passage of scripture that is poetry, it is worth your time of meditation in it. It is worth your time to work through it specifically to find out what is important and what he is speaking to us about. And so tonight we're going to look at chapter number 11 underneath of that pretense, knowing that God himself, is speaking to Israel about how he is trying to bring them back as a father would bring back a wayward son. We're going to look at it just for a moment. And he's very good at doing this. All right, here we go. Number one. Number one. Comes in verse number one. When Israel was a child, then I loved Israel. Remember, he wants you to remember some things. He wants to bring up some memories in your mind. Maybe this is a little bit close to home for me right now. You know, I'm a brand new grandpa. I wore my grandpa's sweater today, amen? Looks nice, doesn't it? Because I'm a brand new grandpa and there's nothing in the world like it. They told me, I didn't believe them, but it's true. We went and saw him this afternoon because he's perfect in every way, right? It's the smartest kid that you've ever, already, we know this. All of these things, it's a given, it's a given. (laughs) But also in my mind, when I looked at that, I went back to the times when my children were born. When they were born, boy, was there love. There's, There's no kind of feeling like that. The the grandchildren, again, are are on another level. Trust me. When you get there, you'll get it. That's great. But when my children were born, it was absolutely amazing how much I cared for them, how much I desired to watch them grow. The other thing that's so important about this, too, that's beautiful, and we're trying to bring up those things, and, and I hope that for you tonight you're not just listening to me, but you're thinking about when your children were born. And maybe you're thinking about the first time that you held them in your arms. And I remember for me, David is my firstborn son. And I remember that so specifically, his nose was completely smushed to the side. And I'll never forget that. And the doctor was like, it'll be okay. It's gonna straighten out. But but besides all of that, I remember just having these amazing feelings. And I remember also... Just the pride that came along with that uh, and, and all of it. And I loved him with a love that up until that time I did not know existed. Right? It's absolutely different. And God is bringing us into this realm of divine love. And he's like, he wants you to remember this because he's saying, listen... The love that I have for Israel, the love that I have for my people, the love for the ones that are under my name is that same kind of love. It's being demonstrated. It's being felt. It's being talked about. And guess what? Because I am Jehovah God, mine burns even greater than what yours burns. I know you think there's nothing like it, but guess what? I'm Jehovah God. And I have a greater love for you even than that. When when Israel was a child, I loved them. I loved them. And all these things happened there. And he says, and I call, and I got to keep moving. I want to bring this to you quickly tonight and get where I'm going. Then I want you to go to uh, the second thing. I'm going to go a little bit out of order, but that's okay. Verse number three. I taught Ephraim also to go taking them by their arms. What he's talking about there is he's like, I taught them how to walk. That's what he's saying. I taught them how to go. I took them by the arm and I helped them up and led them along. You remember those times when you taught your kids, don't you? When you helped them along to walk or maybe you helped them along to ride a bicycle. As a matter of fact, when I was meditating on this and thinking about this scripture, it wasn't any of those things necessarily that stuck in my mind. The one for me was, I remember when David was, I I think about nine or ten years old, and he made the all-star team for baseball. And I would go to practice with him every single day. And I watched him at practice and I was on the field with to him. I watched him develop into a completely different baseball player than he was before. And I remember the pride of that being like, wow, he's got this. He's, he's really catching a hold of what it means to play this game and to do all of the things. And I could see him maturing even in his decision making on the baseball field. And all of that was coming into light. And I was filled with pride and filled with joy at something that was so little and so minor. And I can tell you right now that I'm a pretty proud dad watching him grow into a man that knows how to handle the word of God. And when he stands behind the pulpit and he opens up the word of God and there's just a little bit of that that we shared with him in this place, there is some pride that comes along with that and some joy that fills my heart My quiver is full, amen? My quiver is full. I feel like some of them might be hitting the mark, amen? And that God has placed in my life some arrows that are my children. And boy, what a blessing they are as they fill my life with joy that I can't even explain. So God looks on us with the same love and with the same heart. And we mess up all the time. But if we just choose him, not even in a big way, if if we'll get alone in his presence and call upon his name, he's filled with joy. And his children, he's teaching them his ways. He helped us to walk, didn't he? We were stuck on milk for a long time, right? Then he helped us to walk. We grew up. Wow. What a God that we have. But verse number two is not so grand. As they called them, so they went from them. Called out to them, they didn't come. They sacrificed unto Balaam. They burnt incense to graven images. We've all had or known of those that don't want to follow the Lord. It hurts, doesn't it? hurts for some it's closer to home than others that pain is real isn't it but God knows that pain too he, is, he feels everything that we feel he knows it he wants you to understand that as you pray for him, he's praying for us and them and all of them He is completely there with all of that. I don't want to leave this alone, though, there tonight. Uh, I I mean, I want to skip down to the other one. I could talk about that. Go meditate on that one on your own. He feels that. But I want us to keep going. I want us to keep going because this is what is really on my heart and is just so, so impressing upon me. In verse number eight, again, he he goes through the destruction that should be to them, the things that should happen to them. But then this is the poetry that speaks to the heart of God and speaks to who he is. In verse number eight, he says, how shall I give thee up, Ephraim? How shall I deliver thee, Israel? How shall I make thee as Admah? How shall I make thee as Zobom? Those are lands that were destroyed just like Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, how would I do that? He said, my heart is turned within me. He said, my heart is absolutely churning. It's absolutely broken because you have rejected my ways. And again, he's speaking of that parent that sees their child go out and do things that are against God and against his word. And that hurt, it just never stops, does it? It's constantly there in their heart and in their mind, and they're praying. And what he says, and this is where it becomes so beautiful, he said, My heart is turned within me, my repentings are kindled together. Notice what he says. "'I will not execute the fierceness of mine anger. "'I will not return to destroy Ephraim. "'For I am God and not man.'" As much as I have been telling you of how I'm like you and how I feel like you and how my heart inside of me yearns and and, and I'm, I'm filled with the same emotions But yet sometimes God is not filled with the same emotions. And when God should and could exact vengeance upon his people, he exacts mercy upon his people. And he just doesn't stop loving. Why? Because he made a covenant. Because he made a promise to them. And everybody else might say, and again, we go back to Hosea. And Hosea's whole life was turned around. And Hosea's whole life was made a mess because of his wife. And if anybody had to say, I'm not going to honor that covenant, it was Hosea. But God said to Hosea, go down there and buy her back. And keep the promise of the covenant. And he says, listen, I know that most men wouldn't do this, but I'm not a man I'm God and I'll keep my covenant with Israel. Hmm. I'm thankful for the goodness and the graciousness and the long suffering and the faithfulness of God to his covenant to us. I'm thankful that he's going to keep it. I'm thankful that he's going to do all of these things. That he loves us in such a way he doesn't stop. He's just not going to stop. Whatever he has started, he will finish it. He will. He will finish it. He's moved with love. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I don't know why the Lord just put this on my heart in this way tonight. I'm not sure what. He wants to put out, but I feel perfectly peaceful tonight at bringing that message to an end. I had a different closing to it and everything. But I want you to understand just a simple thing about it. All the love that God has for It won't stop. It won't. It's a covenant. so thankful that he is not like men I'm going to tell you just that phrase again going back to the whole meditating on the word all week I've been thinking about that I am God a man I'm going to tell you what if our salvation was up to men oof, what a place we would be in right but God, the great love that he had for us, sent his son to die on the cross for us because he won't stop. God, because he'd made a covenant with us and we had broken the covenant, he said, I still won't break that covenant and I'll keep it because I'm God, not a man. Made you a promise that if you would call upon my name, I would hear you. I will heal you. And he won't stop. won't stop. Won't stop. Your heavenly father tonight, I don't know what heart needs to hear once again about the faithfulness of God to them. I don't know what heart needs to hear that God is not going to stop that God is going to pursue them, that his heart is absolutely broken because they've wandered and he is calling them back and saying, would you respond? My promise is still to you. I don't know what heart needs to hear that tonight, but dear God, whatever heart needs to respond to the promise of God, I pray that they would come. Get whoever they need to pray with and get it right with God tonight. Your wonderful name, we pray. Amen. As we stand in a place called